0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Hi, I'm David Marsland, and this is your tech and science update for Wednesday, June the 10th. All over the world, I've seen grandchildren of slave masters tearing down slave master statue over in England and put it in the river. The Reverend Al Sharpton raised America's relationship with slavery numerous times during his eulogy at the memorial to George Floyd in Houston. It's not known if Twitter boss Jack Dorsey was watching, but shortly after he took to his own social media feed to announce the company would be recognising Juneteenth as an official holiday. His other company, Square, will do the same. Juneteenth recognizes the day the Emancipation Proclamation was read out to slaves in Texas. That was the last state to announce Abraham Lincoln's executive order, changing the legal status of three and a half million African Americans from slave to free. All persons held as slaves within any state or designated part of a state, the people whereof shall then be in rebellion against the United States, shall be then, thenceforward, and forever free. The law had come into effect on January 1st, 1863. Texas didn't hear it until June 19th, the date becoming the portmanteau Juneteenth. All right, happy Juneteenth, wave everybody! (laughs) The day is celebrated in places like Houston, where George Floyd grew up, with an annual parade, but the holiday itself is not widely recognised around the United States. Jack Dorsey clearly aims to change that. Accompanying his announcement on Twitter, he also called for other companies to add their name to a list of those who will observe the day. The announcement's been welcomed by users of the social media platform, although some are calling for Twitter to improve diversity in its own workforce. Data released by the firm at the end of last year showed just 5.7% of its overall employees were black. And just 4.7% were in a leadership position. The company says it has a five year plan to change that. Jack Dorsey says Juneteenth will be a company holiday forevermore in the US, but he also recognises countries around the world have their own days to celebrate emancipation. He says he'll do the work to recognise those days wherever Twitter and Square are present. Meanwhile. Demonstrations over George Floyd's death continue in the US, as do concerns over how they're being policed. 35 Democrats in the House of Representatives have signed a letter calling for federal agencies to stop surveillance of protesters. They claim the FBI and National Guard are using infrared-equipped aircraft to scan crowds, while Custom and Border Patrol have deployed predator drones to film people. The DEA has been given authorization to carry out covert surveillance. The lawmakers say the actions are a breach of the First Amendment protecting people's right to protest, and the fourth, which prevents unreasonable reasonable searches and seizures. The FBI says it's keeping the public safe. The other agencies are yet to comment. The London scientist leading one of two UK bids to develop a coronavirus vaccine hopes to have his ready within a year. Professor Robin Shattuck of Imperial College London says his team's vaccine would not be available by Christmas, but in the first two quarters of next year, if things go extraordinarily well. Teams at Imperial and Oxford universities have received millions in government funding for their research and are using different scientific approaches. The clothing catwalks could be in for a bit of a digital revolution. Google's teaming up with WWF Sweden to improve sustainability in fashion. It's a huge conversation in the industry. The annual footprint of a household's newly bought clothing, along with cleaning and washing the items, amounts to the carbon emissions from driving a car for 6,000 miles. Meanwhile, the average lifetime of a piece of clothing is around 2.2 years. Google and WWF Sweden are collaborating on an environmental data platform that will enable more responsible sourcing decisions from businesses in the industry. It'll analyse materials and their sources, taking into account factors such as water scarcity and pollution, as well as estimating impacts on greenhouse gas emissions by drawing on Google Earth engine data which can detect changes and map trends on the Earth's surface. Google's admitted there's a problem with its Pixel Buds. It follows people complaining of audio cutouts when they're using the wireless earbuds. On a support forum, the company says it's rolling out software in the next few weeks to improve connectivity. If someone says great white shark and you think of a dorsal fin sliding through the water, new research suggests you've got the wrong idea. Scientists at Sydney University have been studying the killer fish's stomachs and discovered most of the food actually comes from sources closer to the seabed, not above the water, like seals. They were mostly eating salmon and sole, along with some stingrays. The researchers say the study will help with management and conservation. London's earliest theatre, where some of Shakespeare's plays were performed, may have been rediscovered by archaeologists. The location of the Red Lion has long been debated, but a team from UCL working in the Whitechapel area has found timber structures and artefacts where a housing development is supposed to be taking place. The theatre was the first permanent home for acting troops and a venue for Shakespeare in the 1590s as drama flourished in Elizabethan London. All that's known about it comes from two lawsuits which describe the stage and an outdoor seating area. The future of Destiny 2 has been laid out by Bungie, promising the game will have no sequels But continue as a live service. There will be three major expansions coming to the game all the way through to 2022 according to the new roadmap. Bungie detailed the content coming to its ever-growing shooter in a twitch live stream with updates promised this autumn and continued support for the live service once Sony and Microsoft's new consoles arrive. And I wish things were different. It's no secret that The Last of Us had one incredibly emotional story which is promising to be expanded upon in the upcoming sequel. Now, Naughty Dog, PlayStation and Sony Music will be hosting a new podcast to reflect upon the game, speaking with the developers, cast and collaborators that brought it to life and take a look ahead at the sequel. Named the official The Last of Us podcast, the show has launched its very first episode with Naughty Dog's Neil Druckmann and Anthony Newman, as well as cast members Ashley Johnson, who plays Ellie, and Troy Baker, who was Joel in the first game. New episodes will be available every Tuesday for the next eight weeks. You're up to date. Please do listen to the Evening Standards Women Tech Charge podcast, which is hosted by Dr. Anne-Marie Maffedon and features women leading in science, technology, engineering, and math. You'll find that in your podcast provider. This bulletin is back tomorrow at the same time. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.